0: It's Rob Cressy. Before we get to today's episode, I'm hosting a webinar on Thursday, February 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern on how to easily launch a podcast in 2020. You can register at robcressy.com. When I first started podcasting, I had zero experience and no clue what to do. I had to figure it all out on my own. Luckily for you, I'm going to give you the blueprint that I never had. And that I learned over publishing 500 podcast episodes on this webinar. I'm going to share my step-by-step formula for how you can easily launch a podcast, regardless of experience level, the biggest mistakes people make when launching a podcast. So you don't have to make them tips for podcasting success, how to launch a podcast faster with higher quality and be more confident in the process. Launching a podcast was a game changer for my life and business, and it can be for you too. If this interests you, then you can go to robcressy.com to register, or I'll put the link in the show notes. He was smiling at how money I was. Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports, and joining me on today's episode is Caroline Slaughter multi-hyphenate creative. And Caroline, you and I just put together an awesome episode where we talked about a combination of my word of the year being give, internal practices that we work on, uh, scarcity mindset, as well as how to be in flow. If you did not listen to that episode, it is the one immediately before this. Please check it out because I think you will really dig it. But Caroline, great to have you back on.
1: Thanks. Great to be on.
0: So, what we are going to jam about right now is actually on a suggestion from you. And I want to let you frame this so that we know where this place is coming from first.
1: Okay. So, when you and I spoke about a month ago, I was going through a period of fear, to be perfectly honest, because I wanted to get a job, a job, um, and, you know, uh, find some consistency and stability um, from being freelance. That was fear speaking because thankfully things have come in so far. Um, all of that to say, I was like, what do I do with a resume? I haven't used a resume in like four years. And you had some really great ideas about how, one, you can create your own opportunity. So that's the first thing. And two, if you need to use a resume, which you suggested sort of not needing, um, then how to make it pop. So if you could answer both those things.
0: Cool. So let's start with the actual, the resume one first, and then we'll get to the creating the opportunity because that one's going to be a little bit deeper. So if you need to use a resume for something, remember, I'm always different in everything that I do. And even though I haven't put together a resume in a long time, uh, I still have a strategy for how I did it. And resumes to me are the old, old school archaic way of doing things. That hey everyone sent a resume for the last however many years. And it's usually one page, maybe two pages. And there's these like formal rules and it's probably created in Microsoft word and it's all going to look the same. And you're going to bullet point some stuff. And for me, that just doesn't jive anymore because I am so much more than a resume. And that's actually what I told you. You're so much more than a resume and I don't want visually what I saw from you or see from you to look remotely like anybody else. Because if you have to go down the path where you're sending a resume, you don't want to be like everybody else. You need to find a way to stand out. So what I recommended is you can just Google visual resume builder. And as part of this, it really gets you to think differently about what would be on a resume Because most people will go through the last however many, five, 10, 20 years of their work experience and say, This is what I did. Line item, line item, line item. And I'm like, 99.9% of that is irrelevant to what someone would, in theory, want if you're going to be hiring someone for the right job. And I think this is the key to it because the way that you and I get down, we're not going to be going to work for a traditional company that would be a buy the book, let me look at your resume. Let me blah, 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 blah. No, that's not how we're getting down. So included in my stuff were, what are my biggest strengths? Uh, What are my greatest accomplishments and achievements? Your quote, the quote. Oh, yeah, my my quote, uh, pretty much the quote that describes me, and I believe my quote was, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. But giving little nuggets into who you are in a creative, in more personal way on this, while at the same time, adding some pops of color and making it visually different than what you would see on Microsoft Word.
1: And let me just, yes, yeah, and that by saying you also have a great picture that stands out to the right of the resume um, that's, that makes you memorable. And also, they can sort of visual, visualize you along with your experience.
0: Yes, very much so. But I would really say if we're going down the resume route, what is more important is going to be the cover letter. So the thing that you can say or send to someone that's really going to show your personality and brand heartbeats, because that's the challenge of a traditional resume is it's very difficult to let your brand heartbeat shine. And we're now in a very relationship oriented world So you need to do things that are going to help your brand heartbeat shine. So I would say you would want to instead double down on the cover letter. But guess what? Everything that I just said, you can use it, but that's not the way that I would be getting down. If I had to go right back in right now, uh, and I would imagine, let's assume someone wants to work with me at Bacon Sports. If they send me a resume, that's going in the trash. I don't want to read that. That's boring. Why would I ever lead with, hey, Rob, here's something boring. No, 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 no. I want someone who's going to impress the shit out of me. You know how someone's going to impress the shit out of me? One, they've got a website. But, Rob, websites are only for people who have businesses or who are coders or who have portfolios. What I hear are a bunch of excuses. I want a website that shows me why you are awesome. Even if it's a one-page, crap. You can create a Squarespace or a Wix or whatever. You can go and hire someone for WordPress. I don't care what it is. Have a website. Step number two, I want a video. A video is going to work way better. I'll even tell you, 57 minutes ago, I just sent nine follow-up videos to people that I previously spoke to last year saying, hey, what's up? Why did I do that? Because guess who's not sending videos? Everybody else. And how do I know this? Caroline, how many people have sent you a video in the last month?
1: No one, but you sent me a picture.
0: (laughs) All right, right? All right, quick side note right for that. So you texted me, we were excited about all of this and it was early in the morning and I know how to pull different levels with people to build relationships. And one thing that most people don't do is send pictures or videos in general, but certainly over text message. So you and I already have a good flow and a good energy together. So I like to let you know that I'm there. So what I'll do is I'll send a picture with a thumbs up that just says, happy Thursday. And all of a sudden, what do you do? You surprise and delight? Like, how did that make you feel? (laughs) It made me feel very seen
1: and also like you were there. Like you got it. So I, I appreciated
0: it. So these are the simple tactics that I want you, the listener to use to help brand yourself. So now we've got websites, we've got video, and by the way, the video can live on your website, it can live on YouTube, and it can live in the email to the person that you want to, one, get in touch with the first time, two, follow up with, three, follow up with again. So like video is completely how I would do it. And you know what the last thing that I would do is? I would create a freaking podcast, an entire series, because if we think about this, Caroline, How many times do you have to win to land an opportunity? How many times do you have to win? How many times do you have to win to land a job or an opportunity?
1: What is that even? What do you mean? Break it down.
0: You know how many times you have to win? Once. Oh. (laughs) I I know it's, we don't think this way normally, right? I'm like, how many
1: times do you have to fail? That's where my head went.
0: No. How many times do you have to win? So now this becomes, what do I have to do to win once? Because that's all it is. Because once you land the opportunity, boom, shakalaka. We're getting down, goal is accomplished. So now, if you can start thinking about this from the standpoint of, all I've got to do is win once. So then you think about me, and you're like, all right, I want to get a job at Bacon Sports. How do I win once with Rob? And you're like, I'm going to create a website. I'm going to create a video. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create a freaking podcast series. And I'll even share something that I'm going to do that I haven't done yet. But I think someone should take this idea and run with it. I would create a podcast series. I would make it short form, little micro episodes. And what I would do is I would interview people who are friends, family, and references and say, tell me about Rob or tell me about Caroline. And you can ask a series of questions that'll sort of show the breadth and depth of you and the variety of different things. But Caroline, imagine someone rolling up to you and being like, by the way, I created a 10-part podcast series. Each one is three minutes long, and each one is a different quality about myself for why you should hire me and why you should want to work with me.
1: That's great. Then I have an idea of who you are.
0: Crazy how that works. We started (laughs) with, I have a resume from Microsoft Word just like everybody else.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And
0: we've, we've landed on now I've got an idea of who you are because here's the thing. You don't know what part of this process is going to work or fail. So my, my idea is if we're only trying to win once, I'm not just going with just a resume. I'm not going with just a cover letter. I'm not going with just that. Uh, back in the day when I was 24, uh, I got a job, my first marketing job at an auto auction in Dayton, Ohio called Odessa. And I was a punk kid. I was working at, at the time, at a fifth, third bank call center selling home equity loans, making $10 an hour. I worked in a cube farm and I absolutely hated it. It was so far away from my dream of working for an ad agency, creating ideas, like the worst. The good thing is, I know what the worst is like because the next thing we're talking about is how to create what you want for your dreams. But you know how I landed that job? One, I taught myself Photoshop or some sort of visual thing. And then I created a top 10 list of reasons to hire me. And then I printed it out and I gave it to every single person that I talked to at that auto auction. Even though I was 24 years old, I had zero experience and I was a punk kid. Guess who didn't send a top 10 list to every other person that they talked to? Every other person that they talked to and interviewed, guess who got the job? Me. So the worst case scenario you can do, create a top 10 list of reasons to hire you. (laughs) Nice. How's that work for you? So does that answer your question of how I think about resumes and how I would brand myself and sell myself to get one opportunity?
1: Yes, and I think doing this little mini episode podcast about who you are will help you understand more of how you're perceived too. So it might help you narrow down your job search, you know?
0: Very much so. And you know what else it's going to do? It's going to make you feel good as shit. What? It's going to make you feel good having 10 people say, tell me why Caroline's awesome. You're going to be like, her energy is out of this world. She's so creative. She's so thoughtful. She's got such an intention to detail. She works with her heart, like all of these different things, and then who knows what could lead from that. So, yeah. that's that's the thought on the resume side of things. So, the next one that we're gonna do is talk about how to create your own opportunities, because you know what I'm a big believer in right now, and I'm actually going through this at this exact second in building my team at Bacon Sports. I believe in creating your own opportunities and job titles things that do not exist that's why i'm talking to you right now what i wanted to do in the world did not exist or the path for me to do it was easier to create on my own than it was to go the traditional means so i'm curious to hear from you because i believe your opportunity that you ended up landed did not exist before this is that correct
1: it did. And I can't talk too much about it until it's like fully formed, um, that I will on our next, our next podcast. But yeah, it was literally, um, <laughs> someone that I sort of was talking to in production and she was like, gosh, your voiceover background, your directing, your screenwriting, how you've worked in development, like all of this and, and connecting like with you. I love connecting with people and sort of seeing them. I call myself the Rick Rubin of People, Because I like to like boil it down to their raw selves. So yeah, this opportunity that's come about is in a development position, but it uses all of my skills. Um, and gosh, it just, I mean, it's crazy. And I took your advice and really didn't push the resume. I just sort of literally just used the relationships that I have and put it out there that I was looking for something and this came in. And it's crazy.
0: It's crazy how that happens. 100 percent so we will expand on this so when i wanted to work in sports you know how i started to do it i started to find people that had the jobs that i wanted and then i created a podcast series called how to make it in sports media and i would interview people on how did you get your job right now and let me talk to you about your success mindset so now all of a sudden me the person with zero background in sports but a crap ton of hustle started to put myself in conversation with the people that I would love to be able to do what they do. And then you rinse and repeat. And here's what you learn. One, you just learn a ton. No one had the exact same way. Almost none of them. And I can't even tell you one that did. No one went through the traditional means. They're not like, yeah, man, I just sent in my resume on monster.com. And all of a sudden they're like, hey, Rob, here's your dream job. Uh Uh-uh, Did not happen. I think I remember one guy who lived in New York at the time and he in person went to 25 different companies and handed his resume to each single one of them. You know how uncomfortable that is to walk into a place you've never been to before and say, Hey, what's up? I'm Rob. Here's my resume. Would you be willing to do that? Dude, that's brave. Brave. But remember how many times we have to win. Once. Once. All right. So that was one. Another one, which was from a guy, uh, Andy Gray, who uh, used to work at Sports Illustrated, and he's since left, and he's an awesome guy. He told me the story of how he was in his 30s and ended up changing course of direction for his life, and he ended up taking an internship in his 30s to end up getting the job that he would want. How many people would not be willing to take an internship in their 30s and start at the lowest end of the totem pole?
1: Well, humility is a big part of success. So that's, you know, it shows you.
0: Right. So we'll get back to the creating the job that you want. So how in the world do you do it? And right now, uh, I had previously in an episode before this, brought on uh, a woman named Dawn Norris who had reached out to me and said, "Rob, I just want to pick your brain? Love what you're doing. She keeps up, we keep on jamming. We keep on jamming. And she's like, I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. And she came up with the idea of, you know what? I want to be the chief heart officer. <laughs> and I'm like, sign me up. What does the chief heart officer do? She's like, I don't know. I'll let you know about this. So as we speak, I am working on bringing on board a chief heart officer and you know why? And you know how, because if she has the idea to create a chief heart officer and she can find a way to actually encompass it and make it happen and make it real, guess what? She's going to become the first chief heart officer. That's brilliant. That's so great. So For me, uh, one of the things that I'm doing right now is I'm working with Bold Worldwide, who uh, Brian Cristiano is the CEO of the company. He used to be the co-host of this podcast with me. We did 250 episodes together. And among the things that we're working on with them is I am working with his sales team on a personal development and high-performance basis. So essentially, like this conversation you and I are having, Caroline, twice a week for an hour, I'm jamming on Zoom with his team about how to make them better in life, before work, after work, overcoming adversity, how do you become a higher performer, routine, success mindset, all of this different stuff. It's something that I'm a student of the game, but there's no, like – Blueprint for like, what is that called? So, you know what I came up with? Chief Community Officer. Because Mm. as part of this, we're also building out a business accelerator, and the accelerator needs someone to lead the community. So, guess who's going to be leading the community? The Chief Community Officer. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. So, what it really is, is you just need to come up with the idea of what is the exact thing you want to do. And then you pitch it. How about this, Caroline? What if someone pitched you in some role that you're at for this crazy idea? Chief community officer, chief heart officer, chief I am awesome officer. You'd be like, what? Er, what is the chief I am awesome officer? You're like, let me tell you about this. I make everything more awesome. Do yeah, tell please. me more, please.
1: Yes, I'd be so intrigued. But Boom. I think like, yeah, and and I think – that's so interesting, too. Like being able to create that—it's almost like a new slant on what what these offices need, you know, which is like the heart and awesomeness, or you know, community. So it's great. It's great that you're doing that and that you've created that title for yourself and you're ex- expanding and telling your listeners about this.
0: You know who else isn't doing this?
1: It, um,
0: who? Everybody yes. else everybody else who's sending in these resumes guess what they're not rolling up with chief heart officer chief community officer remember you want to go non-traditional means to get to where you want to go and you need to design the life you want and my branding coach gil nevo i say this quote like a million times a day to people live by design not by default I want you to design the life you want. If you want to design the life you want, design the job you want. Start with naming your job title, chief blah, 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 officer. I don't care how old you are. Create it, make it happen, sell it. Because guess what? All you got to do is find one crazy person like me who is like, I'm down for it to work. And then guess what? You win it life.
1: Yeah. And I think too, like one thing I'll say, having gone into this meeting today about this position is like really hold true to what you need out of the position and be in service and listen to what they need because there's usually crossover. And if there's not, then don't settle. It's like dating. Don't settle for something that is not aligned with you because it's going to be it's going to be a lot of backtracking if you do that. So I really ask people to stand in their worth around that and trust that the right opportunity is going to come in because I've seen it happen to too many people for it not to work for you.
0: Oh, that you just opened a whole new can of worms with what you just said right there of not settling and knowing your worth because let's go back to what we talked about in episode one, scarcity mindset. You don't have a job or you don't like your current job. And all of a sudden you're like, I would, I would kill for anything. I was in that position. Remember that horrible job at Fifth Third Bank that I talked about? That was a blessing. You know why? Because I did not have a job for a year and a half before that. I lived off my freaking credit card straight out of college. For a year and a half, I could not get a job. Until all of a sudden, I got a job at Fifth Third Bank at the call center. And get this, you know how I actually landed that job? My aunt was an executive at Epson, and she said, Rob, here's what you need to do you need to actually go in in person to the HR manager's office and follow up with her. I was 22 years old. The thought of that had me crapping bricks. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm going to walk into an HR manager's office and personally follow up with her. And she said, yes. And guess what happened? It worked. I landed that $10 an hour inside sales call center home equity job. but it, it worked. So that's sort of the mindset you got to do things that nobody else is willing to do.
1: Well, connection is key, right? That's why, you know, I was talking with a friend about flying. She's a director and like whether she should do calls over the phone or she should fly and meet someone in person. And the consensus was fly and meet someone in person because that connection with a human being is what, there's something different in that, you know? Um, I just really believe in that.
0: And I would add to that, if you can't do that, then do that over video. You and I right now are doing this over video. So I feel like our relationship has been so much deeper because we've been able to see each other since the beginning of our relationship, not just hear someone on the phone or uh, an Instagram avatar. Yes. Yeah. Good point. So as we put a bow on this, is there any words of encouragement or wisdom that you would like to leave someone with who might be wanting to build their world in their image, who are sending out a resume or who wants to do something other than what they're doing right now?
1: I think it goes back to the idea of freedom. So that's in episode one. And I think, I think as long as you keep to that idea of freedom and reciprocity, Um, freedom is being exactly who you are wherever you are. So I think being and following that as like a keynote to living your life, believe and have faith that following that will bring an opportunity. Does that make
0: sense? It does. And and I'm going to (laughs) yes and that on top of it. I agree so much with what you're saying because actually the structure of jobs and resumes are not built that way being exactly who you are, you're not the person who goes in wearing khakis and button down every single day and then parties when the weekend gets here. Like that's, that's not your ideal self. So what I want you to do is to write out who you are, create your good box. And we mentioned this also in our previous episode right there that to be the person who is exactly who you are, I want you to be able to read that and see it and be able to speak it out loud, and to create these positive affirmations that start with the words "I am." For example, "I am worthy," "I am positive energy," "I am love and kindness," "I am creative flow," "I am flexible and fluid," "I am relaxed," "I am giving," "I am the happiest person on earth." Can create I say my? Can I say my five? One hundred percent.
1: I'm a creative, I am connection, I am recognized and seen, I am my own guru, I am ease.
0: Ooh, I love that. So please, 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 if you're listening to this or watching this, and if you have not created your own set of I am affirmations that build who you are, this is a foundational thing. And let the fact that Caroline and I both have this be an inspiration for you because this stuff works. I I promise you, I promise you, promise you, this stuff works. And if you have any questions about this, you can connect with Caroline or I, because we would love to help you on your journey. Caroline, where can everybody connect with you?
1: At C. Slaughter's on Instagram or LinkedIn under Caroline Slaughter.
0: Wonderful. And what I want to hear from you is... What is your series of I am affirmations? Send us at least one of them. You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Ball so hard, oh, oh. I deserve okay. end.